1: Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. corruption right now in the USA. I think pretty much everybody knows it, some won't admit it, but almost every day we see corruption right in front of us. And it's a three-tiered situation. The Justice Department, politicians, not all, but enough, and the media. All three have real problems with corruption. And we're going to look at the media now, and that's the talking points memo this evening. So Americans can no longer get accurate information about their country or the world, Okay, It used to be, and I'm not going to give a history lesson here, but the founding fathers, many of whom despised the press, like Thomas Jefferson and John Adams, they knew there had to be vehicles to get information the voters. And that's why the press has special privileges in the Constitution, okay? But what happened was the big corporations, Disney, Comcast, Warner, Fox, took over the television media, and the newspapers were also dominated by corporate entities almost all of whom are liberal. Fox is the exception. Now, last week, Rupert Murdoch, the chairman of Fox News, announced he was going to resign. All right, he's 92 years old. Almost immediately, CNN launched into its propaganda mode. Okay? It ran a primetime montage of sound from Fox News to prove FNC is racist. Roll the tape.
2: Maybe uh, tomorrow he says he's going to transition to a a woman. Better yet, maybe a black woman. Maybe (laughs) even better, a a half black, half uh, Pacific Islander, something
1: like that. Slaves that worked there were well-fed and had decent lodgings provided by the government. Slaves who worked there were well fed and had decent lodgings provided by the government. It sounds like I'm soft on slavery, correct? Okay. So, that soundbite, 2016, was based on a speech by Michelle Obama where she was explaining that slaves built the White House. Here's my soundbite in entirety. Go. Finally tonight, factor tip of the day. As we mentioned, Talking Points Memo, Michelle Obama referenced slaves building the White House and referring to the evolution of America in a positive way. It was a positive comment. The history behind her remark is fascinating. Slaves that worked there were well fed and had decent lodgings provided by the government, which stopped hiring slave labor in 1802. However, the feds did not forbid subcontractors from using slave labor. So Michelle Obama is essentially correct in citing slaves as builders of the White House, but there were others working as well. That sound like I justified slavery to you. So CNN took eight seconds. Out of a 40 second soundbite to try to convince its audience that I am a racist, that I justify slavery. Does it get any lower than that? Does it? So I contacted my attorneys, who were excellent. They wrote a letter to the CEO of CNN, David. Zaslav, Z A S L A V, and said, "We need an apology and we need it quick." Okay? So, CNN's top attorney got back a few hours ago and says, "We will have a response. I await it." Okay. Now, if I were to sue CNN, I would win because they obviously defamed me, and they did it on purpose with malice. They had the full sound cut, and they just ran apart that would indicate something false about me. But I'd have to show damages uh, to get any money, and it would take three years and millions of dollars. I'd have to pay millions of dollars to my attorneys and court costs to get the thing in a position where I'd win, but I wouldn't win because the judge would go, or the jury, well, O'Reilly successful, it didn't really damage him, but it did damage me. Okay. I mean, this is the kind of propaganda that CNN puts out every day, every day. So I'm awaiting its response and I will report it to you. And it's not, I'm not trying to make myself a martyr or a victim here. I'm a big boy. I can take care of myself. Okay. But these news, corporate news agencies do this all the time. Almost every day they do it. And most people can't afford to take them on. So they're smeared and slimed, particularly if you're a conservative or a traditional person. So this is corruption. CNN is worldwide. It goes all over the world. If somebody doesn't know me, Sees me walking down. ooh, look at the racist! He's a racist. He justified slavery. When I, mean, I did the exact opposite and put Michelle Obama's uh, remarks into the proper historical context, which is what we do. I'm telling you, you know, it's so disturbing for me to watch this because I've been in this business almost fifty years now, to see how drastically. This whole thing has declined. And uh, I'm speaking with uh, Tucker Carlson tonight. We're taping the interview in Manhattan for killing the witches. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later. And I I think that's going to come up. It has to come up. I mean, the media in general, what the deuce is going on here? And again, it comes into your home and your life because voters can't find out what the truth is any longer. You can't.
2: And that's the memo.
1: New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Now, on Friday, um, the White House announced that there's a a new uh, committee or something headed by Vice President Harris, and it's to prevent gun violence. It's a whole brand new thing. I write about it in the message of the day on BillOReilly.com, okay, which I hope when you get up every morning, it's one of the things that you do. Check in. You don't have to be a member. You don't have to be anything like that. Okay. Just. And I'm going, you know, hey, this is a new office. So here is President Biden announcing what's going on. After every mass shooting, we hear a simple message, the same message all over the country. I've been to every mass shooting. Do something. Though, of course, uh, President Biden hasn't been to every mass shooting. He's been to one this year. There have been 506 mass shootings so far in 2023. And President Biden visited the site of one. But he said he had been to every one. So again, it comes back to what I was telling you, he's not lying, he doesn't know what he's saying. That he went off the teleprompter there, they don't write that for him, I've been to every one of them. No human being, particularly the president of any country, would make such an outlandish statement if he or she actually knew what the words were coming out of their mouths he doesn't know now I know some of you disagree but it just logically it's just incredible anyway the White House was asked about uh, you know and they have no comment okay let's do the uh, Carlson O'Reilly thing now so as I mentioned I, I don't know how they calibrate who watches X Twitter I I don't know I know it's all over the world getting mail from everywhere um, and the interviewer ran an hour and you can see the whole thing. Go to billoreilly.com, you press a little button and there it is. So we got about 10 minutes of it for you. Roll it.
3: It's debate night, but we're not at the Reagan library. We are undisclosed with Mr. Bill O'Reilly.
1: Against my will.
3: <laughs> So you got canned exactly six years before I did almost to the day from Fox. How's your life? Well, first of all, what was that like? And how's your life been since?
1: Well, I don't see it as getting canned. I got furloughed. I like that word. It's furloughed. See, I've been in this business almost 50 years. And I've worked for CBS, ABC, King World, Inside Edition, um, and uh, now Fox. And then I did all the local stuff. I worked local. So I understood what most television news people don't, that you are expendable. Yeah. I'm sorry to Sylvester Stallone, but you're expendable, okay? And so when bad things happen, I kind of expect that, even though I was the ratings leader and all that. Once the boss at Fox News, Roger Ailes, left the um, operation everything changed. And when everything changes, then anything could happen. But here's what people don't understand about television news. It's like professional football, the NFL. If you are a talent, both Carlson and I are talent, that's what they call us, because we're on television. You have to beat the shows that are up against you, Right. right? So when I was at Inside Edition, I had to beat Wheel of Fortune or whoever I was competing against, okay? Or at least come close. You have to beat the other team. And if you do beat them, like you did and I did, then you're rewarded with money. Not love, not loyalty, money. At the time, they were trying to buy Sky News. And the sky operation runs all the soccer in Europe, huge money-making. Oh yeah. All right, News Corp trying to buy them. The British regulators were giving them an awful hard time for a number of reasons. And in my mind, I thought that might have something to do with it. But I have to tell you this honestly, I didn't care. I had been there for 20 years. I was time for a change. When I started cable news, it was nothing, but I knew it was going to be huge. And then I said, you know what's going to be the next huge alternative independent media? How did you keep yourself from getting bitter, though? I'm just bitter about everything anyway. So, <laughs> that That's was your easy. default. Yeah, I was like, oh, you know, how much more bitter can I get? <laughs> I'm just bitter 24-7. Um, I have what they call an edge to me. <laughs> All right. And, and so... But again... Where's that from? Levittown. You know, after World War II, the baby boomers, 100 kids. And if they didn't like you, it was like, okay, here we go. No kicking, though. We had rules at Levittown. No kicking? Brawling. Couldn't kick. So it was pre-UFC. Yeah. Um, No tattoos at that time. But anyway, um, I have a philosophy of life that I've developed. And I stick to it. Did you give Jesse advice before he started? Hey, I only give advice when people ask me. Yeah. So you yourself have never asked me for advice, but that's totally false.
3: <laughs> I, did,
1: I, did I? Yes, I, give you some I advice? slept
3: to your office. Op- no, that is totally. When okay. I took over but, 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 red but, but, red but, of ancestors. Old. I waited in the ante room of your office. Uh-huh. Yes, I did. It was the, in fact, Ailes told me, "Go kiss O'Reilly's ass," and that's the first thing I did. A and man then, never stands so tall as when he stoops to kiss an ass. What? What did I tell you? Uh, you said it's a very treacherous business. Mind your own business. Just stay. Stay in your own lane. Do your thing. Okay. I thought That, that was, was good advice. advice. Yes, right? it was.
1: Okay. I'm sorry, but I'm old now. So I forget things. <laughs> right. What's your name again? <laughs> How did you
3: come up with, in, in the 13th in the series, witches?
1: I'm a former high school teacher, history teacher. And the, re- the way that I entertained the urchins in Opalaca, Florida, a slum of Miami, was I told them stories about the people that we were talking about? I wasn't like Mr. Hand in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Okay, nobody would order pizza in my class, but I would tell them stories, personal stories, and make these people come alive. So that's what I did in the Killing series. So the story is beyond fascinating and real, and it led to the way we live today in America, as far as our religious freedom is concerned, and that's the center of the book. The first part of the book is how they crossed, they got here, and the witches went out of control, and then a young boy in Boston, Benjamin Franklin, gets on to this witches thing, and he visits the top witch hunter, Cotton Mather. Visits him, goes to his house in Boston. It's this long conversation, which we tell you about. Franklin never forgot the brutality of what the clerics did in Salem and brought it to Philadelphia. So demonic possession is real. To the Jesuits and the Catholic Church, it is. What do you think? I think there's an act of evil. You know, I think it probably runs the television industry in America right now. Without (laughs) question. Without question. (laughs) You know, so it's not fair to ask me and you about demonic possession because we've just seen too much. (laughs) But I'm a Roman Catholic. and I I believe there is an act of evil. And what we uncovered in killing the witches, as far as now, I mean, I got to tell you, when I'm reading these diaries written by the Jesuit priests who worked on this boy uh, to try to get him you know, somewhat under control because he was bleeding and screaming and talking in languages. Nobody, and they recorded it. They recorded the Aramaic. It's a 13 year old boy in Maryland. speaking Aramaic. I mean, it's so- And yes. they
3: didn't teach Aramaic in Bethesda. <laughs>
1: <this time. laughs> no, I don't think there's a, uh, although uh, the Terrapins, Maryland, University of Maryland, they may have an elective. We have witch hunters in America now. They're just different kind of witch hunts. We have cancel culture. Accusation, you're guilty. You know who they are. Of course. And I mean, that's just... Driven by young people. That's malignant. That's evil. We're in the age of disorder now. America has entered the age of disorder. And it's because of the progressive movement. President Biden, in my opinion, is diminished mentally. Yeah. Doesn't know what he's really doing from day to day. And you can see that in his public state. Pretty evident. Yeah. Right. The progressives like that because the people who control him inside the White House can tell him anything and he'll do it. Who are they, by the way? Well, Klein and Rice were the two yes. in the beginning. And then their assistants have taken over. Names escape me. at the You'll never see them ever, ever. But they, are very, they basically tell Joe what to do and say. So what happens? I mean, Trump gets elected? Trump could get elected. Sure.
3: Absolutely. But the system, the entire federal bureaucracy, the biggest system in human history, has decided, we're rejecting this organ. We don't want this. So well, they
1: decided that in 2016. Yeah,
3: exactly. And look what happened.
1: But see, that's the diminishment. You asked about cable news earlier in the interview, and I said, it's still going to be there. But it's not going to be what it was, right? We're not going to have the influence that it had. OK, it's the same thing with the federal government. It's going to be there. But now if you're indicted, people look at the indictment. and They go, eh, you know, we know why this is happening. Most people do. And so in the looks like Trump's going to walk into that Republican nomination with no problem at all. Everything with Trump is a deal. It's always a deal. So I said to him, "So you gave up the, tesi- the designation of terror group for that?" He goes, "Yeah." I said, "We won't do it if you do X, Y, and Z." I couldn't argue with it. Helps the economy in the United States. Drops migration 80% in his last year. He was an effective president, not an ideologue. Doesn't believe he's a populist, not a conservative. Doesn't have any of that stuff going on. No. It's deal after deal after deal after deal. That's how he controlled Putin. But he won't tell me what he has on Putin. But I know he has some.
3: You you said that you've been in this business for almost 50
1: years. Started when I was seven years old. <laughs> how long are you going to do it? I don't know. That's a good question. I work way too hard for my age. Most of my friends are riding around the villages in a little golf course. You know, I mean... It, you know, and I'm looking at them, it's not too bad. You know, they're out on the beach. I'm working my butt off every day. And I'm going, why am I doing this? Why are you doing it? I don't know. I mean, I have a mission. I said earlier that I'm put on a planet for a reason. I know I was. And that's why you have to accept bad things that happen to you, because they happen to every human being. There's a reason that it happens. You don't know the reason, but there's a reason. Um so I'll do this as long as I feel that I'm doing good. You I've got some here. problems
3: that I may I may email you about on billorelli.com. You got to pay 100 service. bucks. <laughs>
1: <so>. <laughs> no freebies here. Do people not have a doctor lawyer? Oh, financial they don't advisor? have anything. They don't have anything, and, and they don't have a lot of assets. But how do, do you
3: find it? Just on the doctor thing, I, I've got a lawyer because I have no choice. Financial, I guess,
1: but I don't I don't, I don't trust doctors. Okay. But you know someone, I'm sure, who had a medical difficulty, and who doctor came through, and you do it by referrals. See, the reason that you were successful, and that I was successful, is very simple. At 8 o'clock on the Fox News Channel, nobody knew what we were going to say. Whether they liked us, or they hated us, it didn't matter. You know, that son of a bitch, I want to find out what he's going to say tonight. That was it. Now, talent's free. Across the board. They say the wrong thing. They do this, they do that. And the bad guys know that.
3: Bill O'Reilly, that was a genuine pleasure. I appreciate
1: it. You know, it was very kind of you to, to have a son. I loved it. it. I and, loved it. Uh, I'm glad you read Killing the Witches. You know, it's a good Halloween book I still think you. there
3: were some witches.
1: Yeah, well, Just what you suspicion. should do is instead of giving candy out at the Carlson household, give them a copy of the book to the
2: <laughs> urchins.
4: Hollywood is under siege, covertly compromised by a global adversary. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream to the world is now making nightmares a reality. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on hollywoodtakeover.com slash bill. That's hollywoodtakeover.com slash B-I-L-L.
5: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
5: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Okay, so the whole interview posted on BillOReilly.com. And again, we thank Mr. Carlson for making that happen. All right, back to Gavin Newsom. So he vetoes a bill in California that would require a judge in Child custody matters to take in account the child's gender identity and how the parents see that. It's insane. Newsom knows that parents, particularly independent and Republican parents, are had it with getting this trans business shoved down their children's throats and now bringing it into divorce court. So... Newsom vetoes the bill. Again, you're never going to hear this anywhere else, because Newsom knows if he wants to run for president, he can't stick up for this. All right, you know, in Virginia, okay, Yunkin, the governor, got elected on this, and it's going to be a campaign issue in 24. So there is a new book called Hide Your Children, exposing the Marxists Behind the Attack on America's Kids. The author is Liz Wheeler. You may see her on the first TV, the primetime show, and she joins us now. So, Marxists, give me the connection between the commies and the indoctrination of children.
5: Hi, Bill. Thanks so much for having me on the show today. You know, this is one of the most common questions that I've been getting about my book. It's why I put the word Marxist in the title, because I think as Republicans, as conservatives, it's very important that we acknowledge the reality of the political enemy that we're facing, because if we don't, then we won't fight well against them. We'll lose. I don't want to lose. I don't think anybody watching your program wants to lose. So the connection is this. A lot of people, when they think of Marxism, think of Karl Marx, you know, the Communist Manifesto, this this economic Marxism, where the working class is supposed to be discontented with capitalism. They're supposed to overthrow the ruling class and thus usher in communism or Marxism. People say, well, is that what you're talking about, Liz? Is that what's in this book? Well, Bill, let me tell you, when I dived into the research for this book, what I found is that Karl Marx's version of Marxism kind of went out of fashion. He had envisioned a global Marxist revolution and it it didn't happen, it never really came to fruition. But then we have an Italian Marxist by the name of Antonio Gramsci, who's actually the co-founder of the Italian Communist Party. He was in prison in fascist Italy and he was studying Marxism. And he began to recognize that where there had been successful Marxist revolutions, it wasn't because the working class was economically discontented. It was because the Marxists had undermined, subverted, captured the civil institutions, which means the cultural institutions, on which the working class rely. And Gramsci named among others, the media, the education system, religion, the law, and the nuclear family. So. If you look at what's happening in our country today, we're seeing all of these things. The media is captured, the education system's just indoctrination, sadly, religious institutions have been corrupted. The law, I mean, Black Lives Matter is doing their best to destroy that. And the nuclear family is under constant assault. Once you see this connection, even if it's to an idea that came from men who lived long before we did, it's hard to unsee it because we're watching it play out before our very eyes.
1: Okay. There are radical teachers and there are activists in public schools, not too many in private schools, which is why I sent my kids to private school. They're there, but they're not the majority, okay? The majority of public school teachers and administrators are good, decent human beings who don't want Marxism or anything else like that imposed on the children. So I'm not sure how big a problem the Marx's connection to try to get the children to think a certain way is. How big a problem to you is it? Well,
5: well let me explain it this way. So the word woke or the idea of wokeness, we're pretty familiar with that. We've, we've said it a lot, we've heard it a lot in the last year. A lot of conservatives aren't necessarily able to define it they recognize it like, oh, critical race theory, that's thats woke, or trans ideology, that's woke, but they don't know its origin. So what I did in this book is I traced the origin of the word woke back to a Brazilian Marxist by the name of Paulo Freire, who contended that in the education system, when teachers impart knowledge, they're not imparting reality or truth or fact. They're instead just indoctrinating children with the prevailing political narrative so, Freire proposed this idea that instead of teaching children facts and knowledge, we instead teach them how to think, how to view okay, but, the world. Okay, but how many and we call of this those critical wait, wait, wait. consciousness?
1: Liz. No. Yes.
5: Listen to this, because it's right in our classrooms.
1: Yes, it exists, particularly in places like San Francisco and LA and New York City, where the teachers' unions, all of which are far less progressive. It exists, but I'm not sure how big a problem it is. Now, DeSantis took care of it in Florida by passing laws that you couldn't have certain materials presented to children at certain ages, which I support that law. Okay, but I'm not sure uh, it's not I'm not undermining your book. The research is fascinating about how the whole thing came about. I think the media is much more of a danger in this area than the school system is. Would I be wrong?
5: I think so, with all due respect, because when I describe this critical consciousness that Paulo Freire was talking about, he was talking about teaching children to view the world through a Marxist worldview, to put people in a demographic either as an oppressor or as oppressed. And this, this worldview, this critical consciousness, it exists in every single classroom in our country under the heading of social emotional learning. I'm sure you've heard about it. It's disguised as just being values education, but it's teaching children to view the world through the lens of an oppressor or oppressed. I think that's incredibly dangerous we're seeing the fruits of that we see how many young people have turned against America have turned against white people are embracing critical race theory the trans ideology even this kind of grooming that happens in schools is effective but so you think it's where all else over it there you think from it, if we see the number of children
1: you think it's in North Dakota you think it's all over the place that this wave of woke and I agree with you that's the um, Strategy to make the kid into a victim, particularly minority children, you're a victim. Don't worry about if you fail, or you don't do anything because it's society that makes you, you know, oppressed. I, I get it. But I'm not so sure. And I'm going to give you the last word on it, that this is the prevailing wisdom outside of the big urban centers. Last word.
5: Well, listen, I think I had a similar experience to a lot of parents. My daughter's two and a half years old, and when she was born, my husband and I were discussing where to send her to school. I'm a big proponent of homeschooling. He wanted to send her to the local public school. And I said, you know what? I don't think we should do that. I think there's a lot of poison there." in there. And he said, not in our neighborhood, though, not in our local community public school. And I think that one of the things that happened during COVID is a lot of parents, my husband included, had their eyes opened to the fact that, you know what? This is in our neighborhood because it's embedded into curriculum that teachers, even if the teachers don't adhere to this ideology or don't understand what they're propagating, they are required to teach these students. It's it's part of national standards, it's part of state standards and Interesting. it's I, I
1: haven't seen the textbooks uh, for a while, but I, I'm gonna go look into that. So the book is uh, Liz Wheeler, Hide Your Children, Exposing the Marxists behind the attack on America's kids. Liz, thanks very much. We'll see you on the first, okay?
5: Thanks, Bill. I appreciate it.
1: All right. Sure.
5: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo when we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
5: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful. A lot of anxiety. And it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast, Politics by
1: Faith. The Republican debate. So the two things that I saw from the transcripts that interested me were, number one, the debate was all about Donald Trump, even though he wasn't there. Go. and Donald Trump, be hides behind the walls of
4: his golf clubs and won't show up here to answer questions like all the rest of us are up here
0: to answer. Donald Trump is missing in action. He should be on this stage tonight. He owes it to you to defend his record. You're ducking these things.
4: And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that. No one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going
0: to call you Donald Duck.
1: All right. So these are lines and, that's, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, these Republican contenders have to beat Trump to get the nomination. They won't, all right? After two debates, and the next one I think is at the end of November or early December, it's over. It's over, okay? Donald Trump will win the nomination, unless something happens. And with Donald Trump, (laughs) that's almost inevitable. That something else will come into play. But if the primary votes all were held tomorrow, Trump wipes out the field. And it's no fault of the people who are competing with him. There's, there's no traction. They can't get any traction. Because this, this election isn't about issues. It's not. It's about a progressive movement that wants to destroy traditional America. And Joe Biden is the puppet of that crew. And Trump promises to be an avenger. Yes, inflation under Trump, way lower. Yes, the border catastrophe under Trump, it was at least calm. Yes, all of that's important. But the overarch of this election is, do you want progressives to run the federal government? And the answer, I think, is no, from most Americans. I could be desperately wrong. I'm not desperately wrong about the Republican side. Trump will get the nomination unless, as I said, something else is injected. There's nobody close to him. There's nobody who has momentum. Nobody gained momentum last night. Some people had some good moments and bad moments, okay, but it didn't really matter and to watch that was difficult. Roll it.
0: It's, it's yours as nonsense. Well. It's not nonsense. So you, look, you 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 know, a, I, 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 I want to respond Gentlemen, you'll have your turn. One of the challenges we have. Can we focus on the issues that matter? from one admirer of Ronald Reagan to another, from one admirer of Reagan
5: to another, we do not see that this violates This isn't productive, I want to hear about
2: that. Let's have a policy debate. What's going on?
1: Power of Babel. It was like, and I, you can't blame the moderator. The moderators is going to throw pies at them. <laughs> now, for me, it would be a different story. Mr. Ego, right here, <laughs> believe me, it would be a different story. But that's why I've never been invited to moderate a moderated debate. Um, but anyway, um, Trump was the winner of the debate last night, even though he didn't show up because none of them dented his lead. So um, the former president was in Michigan, has to carry Michigan. If he wants to be reelected. Uh, has to. Michigan is a vital state for Donald Trump. And he delivers now pretty much the same speech every time he goes out. Go.
2: The Democrat Party has no idea what they're doing right now. They have no idea what to do.
1: Crooked Joe is siding with the left-wing crazies who will destroy automobile manufacturing and will destroy our country itself. They're destroying our country. You see, that is the theme. And it's a smart theme for Donald Trump. All right, Democrat propaganda machine. I get an enormous amount of mail. It's bill at com, by the way. Bill at com. Name in town if you wish to opine. I've been saying that what? 26 years now, I still get letters with no name in town. Who's behind the Democratic propaganda? Who is it? All right, I'm gonna give you three agencies now. If you got a pen and paper, you can write them down. You can't do anything about them. What they're doing is not illegal. But you asked, and my crack staff, we got three, there are more, but I'm gonna give you three today, okay? you don't have a pen and paper, if you're listening in a car or whatever, if you are a premium member to BillOReilly.com, you can get a transcript free anytime. First one is K&L Gates. This is William Gates. He's the father of Bill Gates, the Microsoft guy. Big liberal. His firm. 1601 K Street, in case you want to send him some donuts or something. Okay. And they... Give massive amounts of money to the Democrats and kick out almost daily talking points. Two, Aiken, Gump, Strauss, Hauer, and Feld, LLP, 2001 K Street, right down from Gates. Okay? And uh, they, get, again, massive amount of money they throw into the Democratic machine. Um, and they publish blog posts, news, kicking it out, kicking it out, which is why you hear the same phrases on the liberal TV networks. And finally, the Foreign Policy for America Action Network. Wow. 1301 K Street. You could hit all of them uh, with Starbucks in, in 10 minutes, okay? According to opensecrets.org, which is a really good website, word.org, they have contributed heavily, 2.5, to Biden's campaign already. Already. Jeez. Uh, okay. So what those uh, agencies do is they get money from Democrats and liberals and progressives. They send the money to the political action committees. Okay. And they use the money to fund various Democrats running for office and to hire propagandists to frame all the issues and then blast them out to the commentators who are in their pocket. And there are legions of them. You know who they are, I'll have to go over the names. Smart life, okay. So interest on your money is at the highest level in 15 years. Now, if you don't have any savings, you should just turn away right now. But if you have any money in the bank, the highest level in 15 years, we have found three banks through Nerd Wallet that pay the highest on CDs. you have to check this out yourself, but I'm going to give you the banks, which is why you should have the pen and paper. Okay. First one is Citizens Bank Access Savings, 4.5% on your money. Citizens Bank Access Savings. Second one, SoFi, S-O-F-I, checking and savings, four and a half percent. Third, Barclays, that's a big British bank, Barclays Online Savings Account, Barclays Online Savings Account, 4.35 percent. All our FDIC up to 250,000 bucks. And, um, you know, all you got to do is go in there and Negotiate with them how much you want to put. You get a decent return. OK. All right. Here is the uh, final thought of the day. So uh, killing you, which is surged on Amazon after the Carlson interview and my appearances with Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, um, sit in the morning on W.A.B.C., all our radio partners, all 300 stations across the country. Um, so we really are very grateful. It is a very important book particularly with the cancel culture stuff going on today. uh, You will enjoy it. We hope you consider it over the weekend. I'm gonna have a column on Sunday about the CNN uh, dishonesty. Um, uh, It is just stunning, but it is not unusual. In this country, the corporate media has declined to its lowest point ever. And I'll prove that on the column on Sunday. And we always thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.
0: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now,
2: you want to get mixed up in the family
0: business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday.